listen. Friendship. Entertainment. Welcome back, Cinema 7 listeners. This is Mario B, and I'm here to talk to you guys from outer space, because I'm sure it sounds different with the headphones I'm I'm, uh, wearing. With me today is Chris Hawk. I just gotta say, you went to space faster than Jeff Bezos announced it, okay? Jeff Bezos is supposed to go in outer space in July. Well, guess what? Fuck Jeff Bezos. Mario did it first, okay? I'm already there. I found a ship at Goodwill and I took it. Trend setter. Everyone wants mm-hmm. to go to space now because of Mario. I saw a perfect one at the Goodwill. Took me right there. So you get them hidden gems sometimes, and them hidden gems can just be just be spectacular things. Like a spaceship. Like a spaceship. <laughs> like a spaceship. Of course, it's uh, made out of um, pewter, you know, because it's from. 1885 just like all the good plates at the, at the local goodwill yeah held together by old bed frames and uh yeah. levi levi's jeans <laughs> yeah and uh and of course old dvds all the old dvds and then belts tons and tons of belts i went to the uh dav the other day and i got some shoes legit they're like adidas they're pretty nice but I saw um, at least 10 copies in a, like, because they had them all lined up, like all the DVDs. But there was 10 copies all next to each other of 300. That means a lot of people are returning, or not returning, but sending, putting 300 into the thrift store. That's because they're buying the director's cut. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> they're like, yeah, I don't need this. We'll get the director's cut. Yeah, we all know Zack Snyder is going to put out director cuts of all his movies. All right, well, as you can tell, it's just me and Chris Hawk. It's a Fire Nice special. If you hear any noise in the background for me, I got a different headset on. I don't have proper mic or headset where I'm at because I'm in space. Uh, Chris Hawk said he's having yard work done. Get a new fence. What are you, what's going on in your yard, Chris Hawk? We put a patio down. Right? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah I'm pretty that's excited. Nice. That in the shed back there, that's going to be a legit yard. That's what I'm saying, man. That's what I'm saying. But uh, me and Chris Hawk are going to mention a few things this episode. We're going to talk about uh, Jupiter Jupiter Legacy news out of Netflix. Um, We're going to be talking about uh, the Nomir rumors for Black Panther 2. And I'm going to read some article titles to Chris Hawk. And just based on the article title, I will not go into detail. I want to hear Chris Hawk's uh, genuine first thought process to that title. Uh, but Chris Hawk, how was your weekend? Weekend was hot. I went to Bush Gardens with the fam, um, and it was really for the kids, honestly. And they had a great time. They're daredevils. They went on 
they wanted to go on every single ride. Evelyn wanted to go on roller coasters. She's not quite tall enough, but she went on the swings. She went on the teacups. She went on the La catapult in New France, which is crazy. I didn't even go on that shit because I knew it would make <laughs> me sick. So I went, I went and got a funnel cake instead, and uh, it blew up on me. But the kids, they had a great time. They didn't want to leave, of course. Oh, hold on. I got to read that exact text message you sent the group chat. Um, this, now, this is Chris Hawk's words. This, these are not my words. Chris Hawk goes, and I quote, got some funnel cake at Bush Gardens. Good shit, you know? Love it. There's a strong fan near the exit that just blew all the powdered sugar on me. Pissed. Zero out of ten. Would not do again. Burn the whole park to the ground. <laughs> I was pretty mad, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I, was, I was very mad. It was, it's just a very poor place to put a fan. Um, you know, people getting funnel cakes in this little joint. You know what I'm saying? It's a small little little stand. Boof. Super strong fan. I couldn't have been the first person. Now, the next thing I said, you said fresh frontal cake is crack because of Nick Kanoki's tweet about DoorDash. And then he said, I mean, funnel cake stays fresh. And I, before even reading it, my thought, my brain was like instantly going to be like, is Nick about to suggest that he eats the powder off of his shirt? <laughs> but <laughs> I'm that's glad not what he guy. suggested. That's not. That's not what he was suggesting but a funnel cake delivery service could be pretty niche because i would uh yeah i'd probably be hopping on that shit gourmet so like you know they got that gourmet milkshake place called the yard and uh vb mm-hmm. gotta make that vb uh gotta come out with that gourmet funnel cake people go nuts i think there's a there's someone at this funnel cake on um oh god what's that road near witch duck it's like tiger something i think it's called I think they do funnel cake. Tiger Millionaire? Tiger Millionaire, exactly. The best pro wrestler in all of the land. Or was yeah. he a manager? A little bit of both, right? Yeah, he does it all. Yeah, the best wrestlers do. Best managers. Yeah. Head out to Fryer, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Another great Chris Hawk quote. What'd you do this week, Mario? <laughs> um, I didn't do much. Um. Friday, I had physical therapy, and then uh, my uncle was still here. So they le- he no wait he left Friday, but last week my uncle was here for a week, and uh, we saw Quiet Place Two, which I thought was I thought was better than the first one. What's um, the just uh, because of the what's what? the what's the Matt Nixon review? That's what I want to know. He thought it was awesome because he was he was uh, yelling at the movie when the one kid was got out of the thing. He's like, kid, what are you doing? What are you doing, kid? That sounds like a pappy thing. Hey, you know, he, he might eventually turn into pappy. He is pappy's uh, son. You know, I could see it. You know, I, I could <laughs> see it. Suggest ha- I, should, uh, I should do a movie review with pappy every now and then and put it on the podcast. I think pappy would like that. It'd have to be short, though. I'm pretty sure it'd have to be pretty. It short. would be. He'd be like, "Ah, oh, hell no, it was okay." Okay, that was Pappy's review. Matt Nixon but, uh, like, does he like uh, Last Jedi anymore? Does he like it? Does he like it at all? No, no, no. He he actually he actually found more appreciation for the prequels apparently because of these sequel movies. Really? Yeah. Because I know now, he's how an much... OT fan. He saw yeah, he saw definitely. them all in theaters. 
So he was a big uh, prequel uh, hater for a while, but I think now he's easing up to him because of the... I, I think it's mostly the world building is why people are starting to really turn around on him. I did watch that Bo Burnham's Inside. Did you watch that? I did watch that, and it was... I liked it a lot. Yeah, I, I liked what he was doing. I, I uh, especially when he he's uh, it's like he's using comedy to call out uh, certain people, especially like YouTubers and and white women on Instagram, and uh, you know, especially uh, white comedians, white male comedians who are trying to uh, you know use uh, politics to be funny, I guess, or um, Make the world better. Is that what it was? Yeah, it. it Bo, that's always been Bo's thing: is uh, putting a mirror up to everyone and going in as hard as possible on them. And he is, he doesn't fail here at all. It, and it's so good, and it's kind of sad just to see, you know, his mental health throughout the entire process. Now, I'm, I'm pretty sure he's doing okay now, but you know, it was. Last year was kind of sucked a lot. Yeah, yeah, for a lot of people. I mean, being stuck inside, uh, probably losing your job, and and um, you know, people who also got COVID, or even if you have a fear of COVID with anxiety, um, you know, you combined all that with, um, you know, especially the political spectrum of what was going on. It's uh. It's kind of depressing. And, you know, especially with uh, police brutality. I mean, it was a 2020 was a tough year, just mentally. I don't, and, I don't, uh, I don't think we'll truly realize how much that year will traumatize us until like in the future. Like, we, oh, yeah. Just Completely. like, I mean, college students, Asians, black people, um, LGBT. Uh, Q, I forgot the Q, and just <laughs> the political spectrum. Also, it's just that was a pretty shit year. Just zero yeah, ten, burn it, burn it all to the fucking ground. Okay. Oh yeah, I mean, what the the beginning of the year started with with the COVID scare before you know we realized too late to do everything, but it was the what was it wasn't the rainforest thing in the beginning of the year. With all those Amazon. fires in Australia, yeah, that too. Um, fires in uh, California, mm-hmm. and then you know the was the George Floyd in twenty twenty death, George Floyd death, and uh, what's her name, Brianna Taylor, who uh, this week would have been uh, twenty eight, I believe. Hold, you know, hug your friends, hug your family. She's getting real. Shit is getting real. Especially, and you know, I think you're right. I think we won't really know the the impact of that year because of the way we're kind of moving pretty fast into uh, almost going back to normal this year. It's already June of 2021. It is June, and it's almost July 4th. And speaking of July 4th and Americana, um, Jupiter's Legacy was canceled by Netflix, and we said we were going to talk about it. And me and you actually just talked about it on a Fire and Ice special uh, special episode, didn't we? Yeah, Fire and Ice specials. Just 
you know, maybe we canceled. Maybe we're like, <laughs> there's two guys. They like it too much. Time to sink it. Sink that ship. But, you know, I I still don't like Netflix way uh, torpedoing the shit out of their shows if they underperform. You know, there's no chance for a cult following. It's all now. You know, they don't have, they never let anything breathe. The Mandalorian did great releasing every week. The Bad Batch does great releasing every week. Every show on Disney does fantastic releasing every week. It's the buzz people talking about, you know, they have freaking a million YouTube episodes between Fridays and and Fridays. Just talk about clues, context clues, what's going to happen next. You know, you don't have that when Netflix released their shows in one binge worthy group. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the first week it was up there, I think it was, it was number one at one point. I haven't seen Shadow and Bone up on the top 10 at all, but that was renewed for a second season. And I watched the first episode of Shadow and Bone. And let me tell you, I was bored the first minute in. <laughs> like, it didn't not keep my um, focus at all. Like, should have called it shallow, like, shallow and Bored. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> I think that's a good name because I don't know, man. It's just like that, that Shadow and Bone show, like, the first episode, usually it's the first episode that I'm hooked, right? Because then I want to watch more. Jupiter's Legacy, like, the, the by the end of the first episode, I was like, okay, I'm going to binge the crap out of this. And I almost I almost watched it all in one day. Same. I, I like Mark Miller, or Mark Millar, however you pronounce it. I do like his universes. I like, I like his, his stories. You know, Kick-Ass, um, Kingsman. I like it all. I think he did Kingsman. I'm pretty sure he did. Yeah. Now, I know that the show cost $200 million to make, which is big dollars. But I, I thought it was, I mean, money well spent. I thought, the sh- like, I know there's the boys out there uh, on Amazon Prime. I know, um, I don't think Hulu really has anything other than, like, Marvel Runaways and the new MODOK show and... Amazon also has Invincible, which has been doing pretty good, which is a gritty, you know, another gritty superhero show. But I, I thought, you know, I, I, I'm not going to say no to good superhero content, and I thought just uh, Jupiter's Legacy was good superhero content. And I don't know, I, I, it, I am disappointed. Yeah, they're just, they tried to play the long game and set up things for season two. And we're never going to see. I feel like everyone brought their best. I mean, the special effects weren't the best. But I can look past that because, you know, the story was actually interesting. You know, a story, a kind of like a Superman family S type and the fallout from that. Would you uh, want someone else to buy the rights to that show? I mean, Amazon's got space money now. So why not? Why not Amazon do it? (laughs) Yeah. True, Amazon or uh, HBO Max would be a good spot for it too. I think. I think they'd have to make it. They'd have. They'd go all out. Oh, two hundred mil budget? Oh, pff, nothing. Let's do five hundred mil budget. Have you watched Doom Patrol yet? No, it's on. It's on the list of the million things that I need to watch. That just wrapped uh, season three. Them filming season three. 
Now I this. Did, uh, um, I did start watching uh, Critical Role season one because everyone doesn't stop talking about it online. So I was like, let me see what this is all about. And I'm not really one for watching people play stuff. I'm not a big, you know, I don't want, I do not like to watch people play video games. Um, yeah. I don't watch streams. I don't watch YouTube. I don't watch a lot of YouTube videos. Um, it's just for some reason that, that missed. I'm not one of those millennials. That yeah, I'm just, right there with you. I'd I, start, I, I It's not, it just doesn't interest me at all, but you know, so far the first episode, I'm I'm kind of hooked a little bit. I lo- I'm loving. I think the characters really make it. The DM uh, Matt Mercer, he's really, 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 really good. And so far, I'm kind of hooked. Who do you think was the best DM out of our group? I mean, the only game we've actually completed was John's game. Yeah. Um. Was that Pathfinder or D and D? That was D and D, wasn't it? Fifth edition. Uh, I think it was Pathfinder. I think John really oh. loves Pathfinder. Star Wars campaign, and I believe we finished Nick Kenoki's campaign. Did we? Um, I don't think so. I don't think we did. Are you or sure? We? I think I, we did. I don't know. I don't remember. You got to play again, though. I just can't missed, wait. I missed D and D. I'm going all in. All in. All in with all in with the voice and everything. Oh yeah. I would, I'm gonna do I was my all Jama- in. I'm gonna do my Jamaican voice. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't do that. I I was all in on the um, Magic D and D one we did. Yeah, dude, man, my character is gonna be like a scientist slash engineer. I was like, yeah, she's gonna be so cool and smart, and she just wants to learn okay. shit and survive. But you know, you know, you can't you can't blame Joey for if your heart's not in it. You know. Yeah, tried. It was kind of hard on Discord too, the way we were doing. Oh, it. I yeah. Think to keep track. It's just, I just, I don't think we could ever do it online, just because connection issues, um, people mm-hmm. not wanting to talk over each other, and when you do talk over each other, it's just a mess. Um, I think, I think we we better we're better in person anyway. Like I know some people really love to. Uh, use the Roll20 website or whatever and, and love doing D&D on, online or, you know, just in general. But I think our group is just so much better in person because it's because uh, of the atmosphere and how long we've been friends, I guess. Yeah. We just got to wait for Jan Kanoki to get out of this. Yeah. When- the Satan hell spawn of Ocean Breeze. <laughs> the gravity well. Dude. It rained for like, uh, was it yesterday? Today it rained for like a little bit. I think it was yesterday. It rained for a little bit, and then it instantly got sunny again. I was about to text John and be like, "John, how'd you enjoy that uh, five minutes of rain?" <laughs> <laughs> people don't care. Oh, I bet. Yeah, people, people probably don't, don't care. care. So this uh, this rumor about this actor. What's his name? Tinash Herda? Is that how you say it? Tinash Is it Tinak? Tinak? I don't know. You got me out Tanak. here pronouncing these names, Kershaw. You know Tanak. I'm not good with these names. I think it's Tinak Hueta. Is Namor. The, um, he's basically Marvel's version of Aquaman. Now, mm-hmm. for those who don't know Namor, 
um, one of the first iterations of Namor, Captain America, and um, a Human Torch character, they, back in the, the Golden Age of comics, they helped America and the Allies win the war. And Namor is a very, very old comic book character. And he... He basically has superhuman strength and stamina, can breathe underwater, swim very fast. And he is just very, very, very arrogant. Um, think Dr. Doom, but a good guy. And even then, he's borderline like an asshole. That's really the best... The best description. Like he literally, he does, he truly does not care sometimes. It's like Atlantis first, everyone else second. He will do anything in his power to make sure to improve the quality of life for his people. And, you know, if it, it just happens to destroy the lands, land people, you know, you know so be it. He's kind of like the Justice he's League still, uh, version of Aquaman. Oh, uh, yeah. Cocky. yeah. Way more cocky. How do you feel about them putting Namir in um, in Black Panther? Well, they they are historically very um, good rivals, and when I say good uh, rivals, I mean they have a, they actually have wars against each other, and these wars are cataclysmic because both of them have high technology. Namor's no slouch when it comes to that shit. You know he he knows when you're going to take on Wakanda, you need some tech. And uh, it's not like, you know, we're talking about we're talking about as high tech as Wakanda. I mean, I know in the comics, really? like like um, Namor kind of drowned out Wakanda, like a huge tidal wave drowned out Wakanda. So that was, you know, that's pretty neat. Really? But oh, yeah. Like they've they've gone to war a couple times. And even in the recent Secret War comic. They were still kind of fighting amongst, amongst themselves, the Illuminati. Um, and Black Panther kind of double crosses Namor and like throws him onto uh, it. Throws See, I, him. I have no, like, I knew, I knew Human Torch was um, the first comic book hero, correct? They say? Or is Superman the first? I think, I mean, something along the lines was like a person that could fly. Or like, you know, it's just interesting that um, how far back he goes with a lot of the more iconic heroes in in comic book history, and uh, I didn't know the whole thing about them helping that uh, the Allied powers win World War Two or, or win the war. Um, I thought that was pretty interesting when you just said that. Yeah, the Human Torch was the first ever Marvel character. That's awesome. See, I, I, I didn't know that. I didn't know Submariner and Black Panther have such a history together. So maybe this will be more interesting now that I'm. I understand that there's actual uh, history between the two characters. Yeah, they're they're, they're both kings. They both ru they're rulers. They're both, you know, they rule absolutely. Namor Namor is kind of has always been the king. So he he, he kind of does have like an immortality to him. And so it's not only has he been fighting T'Challa, he's been fighting 
other Black Panther ancestors. So there's oh. this, so this beef is like centuries old, you know, like the beginning since like since Atlantis first started, since they you know, since they disappeared, so the um, people would stop would leave leave them alone. Um, Atlantis stealing Wakanda tech and um, adamant not adamantium. What the hell? Vibranium. Vibranium, shit like that. Just border disputes. I'm gonna have to. Huh. I'm gonna have to read up on it again. But yeah, it's it's a lot more interesting than just oh Namor. I mean, he is. I think he's. I honestly is he. Yeah, he he might be a mutant. I think I think he's definitely a mutant. So I That's think he's pretty cool. I think he was in the new X Men comics, and he uh, he's like, no, I don't want to join your your dumbass X Men cult. Yeah, uh, I mean that's that's Namor for you. He does he doesn't <laughs> care. He's got a whole kingdom his to himself. Now the cool, the cool thing is um, when Shuri takes over the mantle because we know that Marvel's not going to recast T'Challa. They're not going to and I applaud them for that because Chadwick Boseman was the pivotal Black Panther. T'Challa, mm-hmm. phenomenal. No one could no one could take that role away from him. Um, so I'm I'm interested to see Shuri taking on the role and going against Namor because that's some spicy stuff. Yeah, that's that's uh, and it's cool to bring someone as big as Namor into Black Panther two to help to help out the the plot too if they're going to do it that way. For you know, most notably for people who aren't familiar with the Black Panther comic and and uh, when and that Shuri takes over because I feel like it's hard to fill those shoes of Chadwick Boseman um, on the big screen being Black Panther. So this is going to be uh, interesting. And um, I don't know. I'm excited to see how Marvel does uh, name here. I just hope he's not like a one-off villain because he has a chance to be redeemed and do good because he's, you know he's he can be a dick, but he also is not he's not like evil. So I hope I hope it's I hope they they use him. Now that is on this movie news site I'm on. I'm on Screen Rant, so I'm going to read some article titles off of Screen Rant for Chris Hawk to get his reaction. Because in my I love it. In my you said opinion, screen, you said Screen Rant. Let's do this. <laughs> in my opinion, Chris Hawk is the voice of Cinema Seven. So, are you ready? There, I'm game. Let's do this. All right. This article by Mike Jones. I'm just going to read the title. Zack Snyder acknowledges time loop theory clues in Army of the Dead. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) You know, so... So, okay, it's like, Zack Snyder... Army of the Dead was okay. I, you know, it was a good, it was a good, it was a good zombie flick. It, you know, it wasn't bad. It was, it wasn't really that great. But Zach likes adding things. He likes adding a lot of things that he never describes or never, um, things never unfold. Yeah. And it kind of, right. And it kind of hurts those movies because he, they, you know, we expect there to be a sequel. Like, you know, all the things he tried to set up in Justice League when, we're not getting a Justice League 2, at least 
that we know of. So yeah. sometimes Zach goes a little overboard with his shit. And I did, I did see a TikTok of when uh, what's his name got thrown into the vault and he didn't get bit and he came out and he was bit. That was yeah. pretty funny. <laughs> I liked Army of the Dead. I, I thought it was, I thought it was pretty good. But I mean, my all-time favorite movie is Predator, and I'm a big fan of Aliens. So like, it that kind of hit all those. Uh, checks for me like it was a group of guys who um went on a mission and you know they all kind of got picked off one by one and you get you know you got they're all different characters and stuff so it all checked it checked the boxes for me of the things i usually like and dave bautista was phenomenal in it oh he was good man i was like man he's better than the rock so much better so much better than the rock and the be- All right. <laughs> yeah, okay, next one. This next one is by Grant Hermans. The title says, Shang-Chi fight scenes inspired by Crouching Tiger and Jackie Chan. Okay. Love it. Jackie Chan, one of my all-time favorite martial artists. Now, when I say that is because that's what I grew up watching. So I didn't, uh-huh. grow, I didn't grow up watching Bruce Lee. I didn't grow up watching Jet Li that much. I mean, I, I watched a couple of his movies, but Jackie Chan was who I... So if it's, it's one of those fights where he's kind of beating himself up or he's taking a lot of hits because Jackie Chan took a lot of hits. I'm expecting, I'm expecting big stunts, crazy stunts, um, using your environment to attack your opponents and maybe some over the top action scenes from crouching tiger. Crouching tiger was one of the first movies I remember seeing in the theater. And I sat in the very front first row. So, you know, uh-huh. my neck was breaking. I'm excited. This is exciting. Yeah, I can't wait. I'm going to be... I love kung fu movies and stuff, and I just got Ronnie to watch uh, the Five Daily Venoms movie the other night. Oh, so Uh, good. uh Who's her favorite? Who's her favorite? She didn't really have one. She she got to pick one. I know. She was like, I'm like, we got to watch Five Daily Venoms. She goes, you mean Five Venoms? I was like, what do you mean Five Venoms? She goes... Netflix has it up here as five venoms. I said, no, 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 no. Let me go get the DVD. Okay, it's let, five let me, deadly venoms. Let me show you what's up. <laughs> yeah, let me show you what's up. Netflix got it wrong. Let's do the next one. Did you see the uh, the picture of the bat, the Batman symbol? Yeah, Michael Keaton with blood. Michael Keaton with blood on it. Yeah, you didn't see Quiet Place too, so I can't say anything like about that. Zen Zentana screenwriter says the DC movie will be dark and massive. What do you mean by massive? Like, what does that mean? <laughs> what does that like, mean? Like massive as in like there's a ton of world building. Well, I mean, I don't know how many people are going to be in, interested in that because what do they know about Zatanna other than she's a hot magician girl? <laughs> yeah. Well, this article is by Richard Fink. And if you want to go read it, it's on screenrant.com. Not being advertised by Screen Rant, of course, but you know, whatever. I mean, if this is just if to hear Chris Hawk's reaction. If they're making Justice League dark, you know, then I'm all in. Mm-hmm. That's the shit right there. I'm not going to go into the article, but yeah, massive is like, what does that mean? Uh, here we go. Oh, here you go, Chris Hawk. Matrix Four Star. Matrix Four Star details intense physical training for film. Is that Christina Ricci? 
Um, Carrie Ann Moss. Carrie Ann Moss. Which one? Jessica Yu Lee. Okay. Okay. Now, have you have you have you been keeping up with the casting of this movie, Mario? I did just see that Christina Ritchie was added. Now, a lot of these characters that are being casted now kind of look like characters from the previous films, and I wonder if they're cr- trying to create like a Matrix style sequel where okay, this is just another Matrix. Um, these characters are the same characters as the other movies. They just look a little different because that's what the Matrix does, type of thing. I wonder if I wonder if that's what they're doing. But yeah, I mean, it, there better be some good fight scenes because uh, with the Matrix One is, I freaking love that movie. Some of the best fight scenes, you know, in that, in the subway scene when uh, he does that flex. I do that flex all the time at work when I'm down the hallway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this this one. Sorry is about that. By Timothy Mc. Leland McMillan, I don't know, I can't say his name, but his article title says Zack Snyder debunks rumors he's rebooting Ghost Rider for Marvel. Why? <laughs> that's 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 kind of spicy. Yeah, I do want to go. I do want a Ghost Rider. Re- I don't know if I would want a reboot. It'd just be a whole new thing. I don't know if it would be called a reboot then, because you know you got. You you coming out with Blade, kind of rated R. I think you go Ghost Rider. I think you want to do rated R also. I think. I mean, they're going rated R for Deadpool three, right? Right. I mean, well, I mean, are they going rated R for Blade? Did I remember? Oh, something? I don't know. I think you kind of. I don't think they. I think you kind of want to. Yet. Yeah, uh, I want them to too. Yeah, man. I don't think they're going to do it though. You might get some. You might get your. Um, Wait, I think it's one fuck per PG thirteen. Yeah, I bet you you'll get one. What we uh, what we did for uh, Josh Haddock's back in the day, we gave him one one F word. Yeah, still didn't stop him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Okay, this last one is about Magic the Gathering. Okay, first off, Zack Snyder for Ghost Rider? No, no, I'm good. Okay, I agree. Uh, Secret Layer universes will change in a major way to appease Magic the Gathering players' criticism. Oh, are they going to come out with better cardboard so they don't fucking bend in the sunlight? Or just, yeah, in, right? or just in general? It's ridiculous. Yeah, that, that, uh, the Hasbro. last few sets. Yeah. Get your shit together, Hasbro. That's all they Yeah, they've, actually, yeah, they've been all. pretty bad lately. Yeah, apparently they've getting better. But you've also, you've also done some bad shit and uh, you're putting out a product you know, that's one and done type of thing. At least make it last. Mm-hmm. Better quality. I mean, I'm all down. I'm down for crossovers. I, I love the Godzilla stuff. I got those cards. I bought all the cards. I, um, you know, I, the Walking Dead cards were cool. Um, I don't know. Maybe not make them tournament, can't like tournament legal, but. You know, allow people to use them elsewhere, if that makes sense. But I guess it could be up to the player's discretion in a way. If you make them uh, the border black, I, I I like crossovers. I just think it has to be done kind of like what you said. Like they get, don't give us a one-off. Give us more of like a 
set version of it maybe to to put it into um so we can play with it more i agree all right maybe i can find one more one more just to get chris hawk's opinions corella's joker similarity was nothing but a marketing trick you know what i bet you you're right disney's (laughs) disney's like you know what people fucking love that joker movie you know it'd be great we made a female movie of the Joker, but we just call it like it's a Joker ripoff. We'll make tons of money. Coella will be great. And then enough buzz to make Coella too. There you go. The only reason I read that one is because you were the first one to be like, this looks like Joker. <laughs> All right. Well, me and Chris Hawk just having some fun shooting the shit. Uh, I thought that was fun if I just read things off and hear Chris Hawk's reaction to it. Um, maybe we'll fun. do that again. That was fun. It's just me and Chris Hawk. Um, is there anything uh, else you wanted to add, Chris Hawk? Um, hug your friends and family. Uh, cherish the time you guys have because time goes fast, man. It's already June of 2021. Um, we're going to be 32 this year. Shit's cray. We're getting old. Um, that is true. Yeah, we are getting old. <clears throat> Definitely, um, try to be more understanding and more open. I think, it, especially because you you don't know what anybody's going through. You know, um, you don't know who has anxiety, who's depressed, who has depression. Um, I think those things are more severe than than people realize, especially. Uh, if you're grow- if you are uh, raised a certain way, if you know, you know if your parents viewed it as um, like if somebody can't do something or get themselves to you know figure something out, that could be very very well that could be depression or anxiety holding someone back, and it's not just laziness you know in a way they just need a little extra help, and um, that could be with you know anxiety can go with fears as well of um, people being introverted and, and things like that so you don't really know what someone's going through or what somebody has you know so uh i, I think being more kind to each other and uh being more open-minded is uh, a good thing and uh you know i'm gonna just leave it with that and you can look us up on the internet at cinema 7 podcastcom uh, emails at cinema 7 podcastgmailcom you can um, look us up on them social medias, Cinema7 underscore pod. Um, definitely reach out to us, hit us up, uh, let us know what's going on. Check us out on Spotify, SoundCloud, um, Apple, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, um, Google Play's uh, music is no more, so don't try to look us up on there. Um, wherever you, you like to listen to us, uh, Stitcher. Uh, you know, give us a review or thumbs up or a heart. You know, subscribe, follow, all that good stuff. Chris Hawk, take it away with the classic send-off. So, of course, from us at Cinema 7, we want to thank you always for listening with us, for watching with us, and for exploring with us.
tonight 